Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Today's guest inside the Edward Jones Chatting Cage could do a play-by-play broadcast of paint drying or grass growing and somehow make it exciting of this, I have no doubt whatsoever. He is the unmistakable radio play-by-play voice of the Cleveland Indians, none other than the legendary Tom Hamilton. And Tom, we thank you so much for joining us. And I know you don't want to count your chickens just yet. Nothing is clinched right now, but I'm guessing that you're really looking forward to potentially calling some high-stakes baseball come October. Well, yeah, Matt, thank you, and I appreciate the kind words. Yeah, I, I sure hope so. And it, and you've said it best. You, you never want to get ahead of yourself. But this ball club has put itself in a good position because they've played so well all season long in what I think is a very underrated division. And yet those six-game leads, they seem mammoth when you're the team trying to make up that ground. And yet when you're in the Indians' position, uh, you worry every night. Yeah, that's just the nature of the beast, and we'll see if the Indians can uh, seal this thing and uh, make it to October as AL Central Division champions. And fans, three ways to get involved. Fire up the webcam or submit questions through Twitter using the hashtag Chatting Cage or through the MLB Fans app. And right now, Tom, we have one of many fans ready to uh, fire away inside the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. So, fan, to go one-on-one with uh, Tom Hamilton, please state your name, your location, and your question for Tom. Hi, I'm Mauricio Palmer from Maryland, and I was wondering what your favorite part of broadcasting was. <laughs> um, you know what? Just getting to the ballpark, I know that sounds really simple, but when I was your age, I couldn't imagine coming to a ballpark every day. I grew up uh, on a dairy farm in Wisconsin, and I couldn't imagine even living in a city, much less getting off a dairy farm. But uh, to be able to do Major League Baseball, to go see the best players in the world every day and not have to buy a ticket, that seemed to me like the best way to ever make a living. And I'm one of the lucky ones that had a dream. And I would suggest if you have a dream, follow that dream wherever you go. Because to me, just getting to watch these guys every day, um, you never you never take it for granted. Yeah, as they say, it's it's not really a job. It's just an activity that pays pretty well. No. So, uh Tom, well said there, certainly. <laughs> and, uh, Tom, let's go to the MLB fans app. This one from Always Cuts 22 and a good one here. He asks you in one word, just one, can you describe Vin Scully? Iconic. Um, you know you know how we always say, Matt, well, this is the best there ever was. And then somebody else comes along, and two years later you're saying, well, this guy might be the best there ever was in whatever sport it is. You can simply say today, Vin Scully's the best there ever was. He's the best there ever will be. Uh, the good Lord is never going to make anybody as good as Vin Scully. And, you know, it's we're the lucky ones. We got to listen to him for, what, 67 years. And uh, I wish Vin wasn't retiring, but uh, we're fortunate that he stuck around the game as long as he did. There will never be and there never has been, any, been anyone as good as Vin Scully. And the remarkable thing about that is the only person that would disagree with that assessment is Vin Scully because he's yep. so humble, and uh, that's just the kind of person he is and a great broadcaster, of course, as well. Exactly. That's an understatement. Uh, Tom, right now we go back to the webcam. Another fan is ready to chime in inside the Edward Jones chatting cage on this Wednesday evening. So, fan, please state your name, your location, and your question for Indians broadcaster Tom Hamilton. 
Hi, Tom. My name's Sebastian Merrick. Um, right now. Hi. And I want to be broadcasting yes. like you. But my question for me, from for you, is what, how, what kind of impact do you think Jan Gomes will have? Uh, that's a good question, Sebastian. And in fact, I just taped our pregame show with Terry Francona for tonight's ball game. There's a pretty good chance Jan Gomes is going to catch Corey Kluber Friday night when the Indians open their homestand against Detroit. And Jan Gomes is one of the best defensive catchers in all of baseball. And I think that Roberto Perez and Chris Jimenez have done a great job filling in. Yet there's a reason why Jan Gomes is your best catcher and one of the best in the game. And I think he has certainly been missed by this ball club. And I think he'll really help the club down the stretch. I don't think you'll see him catch every day coming back from that dislocated shoulder. But to get him back starting the homestand and against Detroit on Friday night, that's huge. Yeah, very underrated part of this solid Indians team. The contributions of Jan Gomes going to be great to get him back in the very near future. Uh, Tom, right now we go back to social media and a good one here from Double Play Ray. And Tom, this is a, a very big list that we're drawing from here, but he wants to know which game did you broadcast that was the most memorable to you over so many that you've called over the years? Wow. <laughs> you know what, Matt? I've been asked that question a lot, and I've been lucky enough that this is my 27th year with the Indians. Nothing will ever top that first game. And unfortunately, a blizzard came and wiped it out in the second inning. The Indians <laughs> were playing the Yankees in Cleveland back in 1990 at the old uh, municipal stadium. And for me, it was much like a player. I don't know if anything ever tops a player's first game in the big leagues. You know, it seems like the impossible dream. And for me, that night, it became a reality. And that'll always be number one. I've been lucky enough that the Indians had so many good years there, especially in the 90s, that there were a lot of memorable playoff games. But I couldn't believe that this farm boy from Wisconsin was actually doing a major league game. And sitting next to Herb score and trying to dodge snowflakes at the same time so that's one that is certainly <laughs> uh there on the memory bank that will never go away so a great memory there uh tom certainly no question and tom right now it's time for the edj question of the day and uh this one i loved now the phrase party at napoli's has become very popular these days in northeast <laughs> ohio so what would you envision an actual party at napoli's being like well, I'm probably too old to be invited, so that may tip you off right there, Matt. Um, you know, he is, uh, he is really one of the characters of the game because he really enjoys the game. He goes all out all the time, and he has a good time off the field. That, that's what life is supposed to be about. And I think Mike really understands how important the game is and how fortunate he is to play the game. And he's healthy now, and uh, he had that sleep apnea, and he had the surgery to break the jaw and realign it. And I think, Matt, that's been a big reason why Mike has had the best season of his career. And without Mike Napoli, the Indians aren't in this position to potentially have an October to remember. And uh, it'd be fun to party with Mike, but like I say, I'm too old. I'm usually <laughs> in bed by then. And, of course, we all remember uh, Mike Napoli in 2013, as a member of the world champion Red Sox, yes. prancing shirtless up and down the streets of Boston, celebrating the world <laughs> title. And Indians fans would love a, a duplicate of that oh, here in yeah. 2016. Uh, that would be a scene that nobody would ever forget. Right now, Tom, we go back to the webcam. Another fan ready to fire away. So, fan, please 
your name, your location, and your question for Tom Hamilton. Hi, I'm Sue Matsky. I'm from Painesville, Ohio. And I was wondering, besides Ma Mike Napoli, who do you envision um, making the biggest impact here at the end of the season? Oh, boy. Um, that's a great question because I think the one thing that has made this team what it is and playing the way they have and being in first place is that it, it seems like it's somebody different every night. It hasn't been a ball club that's been carried by one or two individuals. And I, I think the guy starting tonight can be a huge factor down the stretch. Josh Tomlin, for the first three months of this season, was as good as any pitcher in the American League. And he's had a little bit of a rest, if you want to call it, here in September. He's worked out of the bullpen, and he gets the start tonight. And the Indians really need him. Their starting pitching right now is, has hit a little rough patch, and you've lost Danny Salazar for the rest of the regular season. So, again, pretty much this ball club goes because everybody seems to have a role in it. But I think Josh Tomlin's going to play a key role here down the stretch, being back in the rotation. Yeah, that, that Salazar loss, uh, a big one, and guys like Tomlin need to really step up yep. in his absence, and we'll see if he can uh, answer the bell here tonight on this Wednesday against the White Sox. And right now, Tom, another fan. You've got many of them, and they're all uh, on the webcam today ready to ask you some questions. Our latest one on the camera right now, so fan your name, your location, and your question, please. Hi, my name is Leo, and from San Antonio. My question is, when did you start realizing you wanted to be an announcer? Uh, in Little League when I realized I wasn't a very good baseball player. So uh, it, uh, I think I was like you, Leo. Um, like anybody, you grow up wanting to be a, a major league player, or at least I certainly did, and, and I played amateur ball in high school a little bit afterwards. But I wasn't good enough to get any further than that. And for me, the next best thing, if you couldn't play the game, uh, was to talk about the game, and I think part of that comes from growing up on a farm, and I'm dating myself because back when I grew up, Leo, we had transistor radios, and you listened to the old Milwaukee Braves games and, and those great broadcasters and Hank Aaron and those guys, and so that seemed to me like an ideal job, and you know what? It really is. Yeah, I thought I'd be the next Larry Bird when I was in seventh grade, and I got a reality check, so... <laughs> Here I am at the desk, uh, you know, kind of doing what you do, watching the guys that really know what they're doing on the courts and on the fields. Uh, Tom, this is a great question from Twitter. Uh, this is from Jess underscore Pace, and they want to know, do you believe that there's momentum swelling in the city of Cleveland because with the Cavaliers uh, finally winning the NBA Finals over Golden State this past summer, could that momentum kind of carry over to the Indians here? Yeah, you know what, Matt? I think there was initially, but, you know, they – these guys are professional athletes, and, and while they thrilled, and our guys were going to the playoff games and to the NBA finals when we were in town, um, our players were big fans of the Cavaliers and LeBron James. It was great for the city, and I think it was great for our players to see how the city would react to that. And I think there was more of a carryover, Matt, from a fan standpoint. Maybe you got rid of that, that negative vibe about, well, it's always going to be you know, something bad happening if it involves the Indians or the Cavs or the Browns. And I think that ended uh, with the kind of run that the Cavaliers had against Golden State. Now it's up to this ball club to create its own memories. And they've had a terrific season, and they've put themselves in a position uh, to have a deep run come October.
Yeah, we've already had uh, one parade in Cleveland, so, you know, why not two? That would be wonderful for the city. Uh, we'll see you what bet. transpires here uh, throughout the fall. Uh, Tom Hamilton, that's a great place to wrap things up. Our thanks to you. We hope that you enjoyed it, and we hope that we can chat again sometime oh, soon. Thanks so much. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate you having me on. Call anytime. Absolutely, we will. Uh, Tom Hamilton, it's our pleasure. And that wraps up another edition of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Join us again next time right here on MLB.com.